0: another visit with Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Again, we invite you to listen to the transcribed adventures of Fibber, McGee, and Molly. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Hutto. Our story will be underway in just a minute. Have you a coin in your pocket? take it out and read the inscription on its face. In God we trust. That simple statement of faith still stands as a foundation of our way of life. The churches of America symbolize our belief that through community worship, we can gain the moral strength and courage to lead a good life. Freedom to worship is now being restricted in vast areas of the world. America today sets an example for men everywhere by guaranteeing this human right to every citizen. And because of today's world conditions and our country's position of leadership, we need more than ever before strong spiritual values in personal and public life. Every person who attends church regularly and adheres to the teachings of his faith enriches the religious stature of our country. When you go to church or synagogue this week, take the whole family along with you. Mrs. Molly McGee has two big problems this morning. Her first problem is how to arrange a women's club luncheon on Monday. And her second problem is standing at her elbow right now trying to get her to tell him what her first problem is. McGee, I'm
2: trying to concentrate and I can't Don't forget, I was the guy
3: that saved the day for you when you had them women's clubbers over here last year. Yeah. When it came time to entertain with pretty red wing and pineapples apples on the lilac tree and all them old classics, who was not got up. Every woman in the house. That's because they didn't know I was going to sing. You got to admit, I bowled them over singing "Just a Little Love, a Little Kiss" and "Passing the Ice Water" at the same time.
2: That isn't much bothering me, McGee. It's the fundraising part that's got me down. Oh. Oh yeah, I think there's competition between the hostesses this year to see who raises the most money for the club at these luncheons. And frankly, I'm stuck for a new idea.
3: Is that all it's bringing? Well, you just relax and leave that part to old Dad. Oh no no,
2: don't you get mixed up in this? I'll pick up
3: something real original for you. Something brilliant. All this chindig needs is a little publicity. What's the name of the society editor of the Gazette?
2: Winnettke LaHaye. Winnettke LaHaye? Oh, McGee, she's so richy, she won't even speak to you. She won't even talk to people whose ancestors came over on the Mayflower. No? No. Winnetka's a genuine
3: Indian princess. And you know how those Indians carry a grudge. Oh, well, she'll talk to Doc Gamble, kiddo. Seems Doc saved her life a couple of months ago when she got hold of some bad buffalo meat or something. Hand me the phone. Thanks. you. Hello, Operators. I want to talk to Dr. George Gamble, He's either at his office or in his car. He's got one of them mobile telephones. Oh, is that you, Merck? No, where have I heard that name before? Oh, every little thing, Here's Is it? What's he? What's that, Your brother. It's all for Marilyn Monroe. Really? Went right off the deep end, huh?
2: What is this? Your brother fell in love with Marilyn Monroe?
3: No, he was at the pier in Korea when she landed. Tried to snatch a picture of her, but he got shoved off the deep end. <laughs> What's he, Merc? Oh, good, oh, good. Put Doc on. Put him on. Hello? Hello? Who is this? Doc, this is McGee. Look, Fatto, Molly's giving a party Monday. I'll yes. be delighted. you better write down the details. All right. All three, our house. Mrs. Molly McGee hosts The most unusual and novel contest for the guests with a truly amusing door prize. Yes, it sounds like fun. Go on. The cream of local clubdom present For charity, naturally. The women's club revolving fund to buy a merry-go-round for underprivileged children. Thanks, my boy. I'll be there. Who asked you? Who asked... Wait. Well, I mean... You're not inviting me? And why did you tell me, you little crumb brain? This is for the women's club, Fatso. What I want you to do is to phone the details to Winnetka LaHaye at the Gazette. Spread it on the society page this afternoon. Is this Molly's request? No, it's mine. And why should I do anything for you? What did you ever do for me, you little rum... Whoa. Oh, my aching pocketbook. Here comes the motorcycle cop. I gotta hang up, McGee. Cop, wait a second, Doc. Is he a redhead, a redhead with a face to match? got a touch of brogue in his voice? Hold Mr you're describing just arrived, McGee. Well, put him on the phone. He's a friend of mine. You haven't got a friend, but... Well? Oh, hello, officer. I'm glad to see you. Hey, you're it on, on the phone. Huh?
0: Uh, what? Me? Huh? Uh, hello? And who would be wanting Officer O'Halloran on this construction?
3: O'Halloran? This is Trevor McGee speaking. Who? Trevor McGee. Don't you remember you stopped me a couple of weeks ago to tell me my wheel was loose and scared the big out of my... Oh, yes! Well,
0: uh, and what is it you want?
3: I told my good friend Dr. Gamble to attract your attention so I could speak to you. Look, is your wife a member of the very exclusive Whistle Vista Women's Club? Uh, no, she isn't. Well, that's what I was phoning about. My wife, you remember her, Molly McGee, that was Molly Driscoll of County Clare. Well, she wants to sponsor your wife into the women's club, and I didn't know any other way of getting a hold of you. Can Mrs. O'Halloran come over to our house Monday for the club luncheon?
0: Well, I, I see no reason why not. I, I'll ask her.
3: Fine, then, fine. Well, We'll be expecting her. Now, will you put the good doctor back on again?
0: Oh, sure. And thank you, McGee. Uh, he wants to talk to you again, doctor. Uh, goodbye, now. <sighs> He's gone,
3: McGee. I don't know how you did it, but thanks. All right, i Now, get this party in the paper now, boy. Publicity. Tell one after to stop the presses. Rip out the front page. Big scoop. <laughs>
0: moment, we'll return to Febber, McGee, and Molly. Are you saving as much money as you should? Economists say at least 5% of your regular paycheck should be set aside for the future. Now, here's a way you can do that without cutting corners on your day-to-day budget a bit. Join the payroll savings plan where you work. Have a few dollars set aside regularly in United States Savings Bonds. It's the easy, the automatic way to save. Your employer saves it for you before every payday. He'll set aside any amount you save. Because it's money you never count on, you never miss it. And it accumulates almost without your knowing it. Your bonds are delivered automatically, too, one after the other. Before long, you'll have a collection of them. And remember, each United States savings bond you own pays back $4 for every three you put in, extra bonus dollars to add to your own. Enjoy the feeling of security a regular savings plan gives you. Join the payroll savings plan now. Uh-oh.
2: Yes, Monica. Nice of your call, dear. You will, for sure? I'll be expecting you. The surprise? Uh, well, uh, oh, well... Oh, uh, well... it'll have to say a surprise. Oh, in the gazette, you say? Good. Glad you can come.
3: Read it on the Society page, huh? What'd they tell you?
2: Yes, the article said something about a novel surprise which I'm going to pull. What does you mean by that, McGee?
3: Ah, don't you worry your curly little head about the details. You just leave them things to me.
2: But if I'm supposed to be the creator of this surprise, I ought to know... Hey, about...
3: any time for the Gazette to come? I'll talk down to the bus stop and pick one up. I'll be back before you say... Oh, three
2: boy! Oh,
3: here, open the door for me, McGee. Okay. Oh, you poor fellow. Careful about groceries. Oh, my. <laughs> what you gonna do with each, daughter? Swing a soiree? Just a light lunch for the women's club, old-timer. Don't want them talking about how we starved them. You know women. Do I know women? Well, I've been telling them ever since I was knee-high to a garter snake. Yeah? making critters,
0: they are, too. Garter snakes. I mind the time I trained a pair to hold up the sleeves of my shirt. Cluice and Peabody. Your snake? No, the shirt. Oh. Do I know women?
3: Just ask me, daughter. No, thank
2: you, Mr. Old-timer. I'll take your word for it. You didn't
3: see the Gazette boy anywhere on your way over, did you? No. let me see. Oh, the Dell Snyder kids scuffing the cat up the rain spout. The Lacey boy playing yo yo with his younger sister, only she kept falling off the string. And <laughs> the Burton twins over on Corbett Street. Saw them. I can't remember seeing the Gazette boy. Come to think of it, I don't know any folks named Gazette in the first place. On, Go on, Jess. Come on.
2: Come help me unpack these groceries, Molly. I'm sorry I had to spend you've so been much. A good cause, Molly. I know you've got a wonderful, clever scheme to
3: raise money, but it's so simple it can't miss. And you don't have to look so doubtful like at me, too, is it? Didn't I get your nice write-up in Winnetka LaHaye's society page? Perhaps you did. I wonder what she
2: wrote to send all the women scurrying to phone me. They'd be here. I'll see if the paper's here yet.
3: Yep, yeah, it's here, Molly. Now, where'd they put the society page? Never looked for that thing before.
2: Towards
3: the back, maybe. Towards the back, eh? Ah, oh, yeah, here it is. This, List of this society today by Winnetka LaHaye. <laughs> hey, look at the headline. Molly McGee Luncheon launches new week. As if the week
2: wouldn't get started otherwise.
3: (laughs) The regular monthly money-raising luncheon of the Whistle Vista Women's Club will be held on Monday at the charming home of Mrs. Molly McGee. Hmm. Among the events will be a most unusual and novel contest for the guests, with a truly amusing door prize.
2: The cream of local clubdom will be present, naturally, and the event is expected to run up a healthy increase to the Women's Club Revolving Fund, which is being raised to buy a merry-go-round for underprivileged children.
3: Now, wait a minute, there's more. There will be entertainment of various kinds, but due to the insistence of Dr. George Gamble, his personal physician, the husband of the hostess, the well-known tenor, Mr. Figaro McGee, will not sing this year. Boy, that dirty double-crossing. That Doc Gamble done that to me. When I get my hands Figaro. on it. Figaro! Ha, ha!
2: Oh, McGee, it suddenly struck me. What? That's why all the ladies called up and accepted. Huh? That last paragraph did the trick. You know? <laughs> well, if I
3: knew they didn't appreciate the classics, I'd have never McGee, started... McGee, I
2: appreciate the classics. And I appreciate you too, Dave. And I'm grateful. Now tell me, what is this of cooking up to drag the money out of my guest's purse I'm
3: not going to tell
2: you. But, McGee, this is Friday and the party isn't until Monday. How can I stand not knowing for three days?
3: Mrs. McGee, this is one time my lips are sealed. But is it a dilly? <laughs> oh, this is the
0: greatest. Your friends have more to say to you presently. Monitor NBC this weekend and every weekend. And hear the big 40-hour-long broadcast of the newest of the new in radio listening called Monitor. It's radio's wonderful surprise show, where you might hear anything from a joke told by Bob Hope or George Gobel to a joke told by your next-door neighbor. A whole new world of sound and experience is at your fingertips when you listen to Monitor. In sound, you may hear the boom of a heartbeat or night talk on the ocean floor. In soap, you may be whisked from Paris to Persia to Pango Pango. In entertainment, you may hear a new Broadway show in rehearsal, or a renowned baritone singing in his shower, or hit songs before they become hits. Be sure you hear Monitor this weekend and every weekend. Exciting and unusual listening. A whole new world of radio entertainment. Remember, from early Saturday morning to late Sunday evening, Monitor NBC. Monitor <laughs> NBC.
3: What are you laughing about? The stunt. I'm going to pull on them. Maybe they don't appreciate music. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Go on. But uh, the they don't They don't know how I'm going to. <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to. You're going to what, Giddy?
0: Uh-huh.
3: You? Oh, oh. Uh, oh, I'm going to sleep. Good
0: night. Good night, all. Tibber, McGee, and Molly, a transcribed NBC Radio Network production, is brought to you Mondays through Fridays at this time.